0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today, so expect miracles. We're continuing with our 10-day devotional on Victory. So if you haven't downloaded the Victory devotional on Amazon, make sure you do so today. You can find it by typing Victory, a 10-day devotional, and typing in my name, Carrick Butler II, or you can find the link on the Faith Plus app. You know, today's devotional corresponds with the written devotional that you can find on Amazon or on the Faith Plus app. You know, today we're going to talk about the technique needed to fight the good fight of faith. So open your heart. God has something just for you today. But before we go forward, let's pray. Father, I thank you because you are good and your mercy endures forever. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for taking care of us. I thank you for waking us up this morning. I thank you for strengthening us for the fight. I thank you for giving us insight. Eyes to see, ears to hear, heart to see, we know your will and your plan for us today. So as we take this time to gather together, we invite you into our places and our spaces, Father. Move upon our hearts and upon our minds so that we can make the right decisions to live this life of faith you've called us to live. So, Father, I thank you for this and I give you the glory. And we pray for those in authority. We pray for the president and the vice president. We pray for the cabinet and the administration. We pray for the Congress and the Supreme Court. We pray for our governors and our mayors and every elected and appointed official in this nation and all the nations that are watching. We lift them up to you, Father. We pray that you grant them wisdom and understanding, that you lead them and guide them the ways that they should go. We pray they won't listen to the left or to the right, but they do what you call them to do, that they yield to the plan of God. For you said the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, you turn it where it should go. So, Father, we pray that you turn their hearts towards righteousness, that you turn the right people across their path to minister the word to them in a way they can receive it, that you surround them with godly counsel, men and women full of faith, and of the Holy Ghost who are them, and thus saith the Lord. We pray they will be caught up in the left or the right, for they do what's best for this nation. Above all things, put you first. We ask for the outpouring of your spirit upon this nation, upon every single nation watching. We ask for the church to be strengthened, the church to be revived, and for the church to be focused on the assignment you have given it. And we give you the glory for these things, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Go with me to 1 Timothy chapter 6. First Timothy chapter 6. First Timothy chapter 6. I encourage you if you have already make sure you download the devotional on Amazon it's going to correspond with what we share today. Let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 6. Look what it says here. Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto you are also called, and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. As we talked about yesterday, that the emphasis on the first part of this verse is fight. He said fight twice. let lets us know that we're going to have to fight in this life. If you want to experience victory, yes, victory is a gift. But you still must show up on the battlefields of life and fight the good fight of faith. God will give you the victory, but you still must fight the good fight of faith. You still must engage with the enemy. You still must face the circumstances, the situations from life. You're not supposed to run from it. You're not supposed to ignore it. You're supposed to face it. You're supposed to take it head on with faith in God. So we talked about fighting the good fight of faith, but we also need to talk about What makes the fight good? Now, we can talk about that one of the reasons the fight is good is because we win in the end. And that is something good to know, that God's going to give us the victory. Yeah, it may look bleak, it may look bad, but when it's all said and done, we win because God is going to give us the victory. God causes us to triumph. He always causes us to win. You know, he is on our side of God before us. Who can be against us? We're more than conquerors through him that loved us. God lives on the inside of us. And we can celebrate all those wonderful truths because it's true. And one of the reasons a good fight is because of the way we win and that we win. But also, it's also a good fight because of the way we fight. The outcome makes it good, but also the way we fight makes it good. So let's say if you are at a boxing match and people describe a good fight, not just because someone won, but it was because of the techniques they use to win. They may talk about the right hook or the left hook. They may talk about how the person moved and how they blocked and all the different things that would describe good technique. And so if we want to have a good fight of faith, if we want to fight the good fight of faith, we need to make sure that our technique is on point. And an important part of technique is your stance. We'll talk about it in the devotional today, but one of the most important parts of your technique is your stance. So how is your stance when it comes to fighting the good fight of faith? Is your stance on point or is your stance a little weak? Because, you know, you can punch if you have a bad stance and you can punch and you can fall over because you lost your balance and the opponent didn't even hits you you knocked yourself on the mat because you didn't have a good stance or then even can come against you and you thinking you're blocking well but because your stance is not good you topple over so are there some things knocking you flat on your back in life because your stance isn't good or are you trying to go forward in life but you keep falling flat on your face because your stance isn't good. Stance is important to offensive techniques and defensive techniques. It's one of the basic things you need to know. And you need to have a good stance if you're going to fight the good fight of faith. Let's take a look at our stance. You know, when you think about a stance, you think about the left foot and the right foot and how you plant and how you move and how you can do these things. So let's look at the left and right foot, if you will, of the stance of the good fight of faith. Go with me to Ephesians chapter three. Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. We're going to look at verse 17. This is part of a prayer that Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus. It's a prayer that I pray for you every day. It's a prayer that I pray for all those who are part of Faith Christian Center and watch on Faith Plus every day. It says in verse 17... Praying that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you be rooted and grounded in love. Rooted and grounded in love. See, I love how he uses both rooted and grounded. To me, it sounds like a stance. Sounds like being stable in love. You know, when we think about a root of a tree, and that when the roots go into the ground, it brings the nutrients in that the tree needs. And so from the roots, they're rooted in the love of God. It's flowing through you. Attack it into the very love of God and strengthen you and bring the nutrients you need in your spiritual life. So, we can say one leg of our stance is in the love of God. And everything we do, we can make sure we're rooted in the love of God. God's love for us. We must understand how much God loves us. We have to understand that. You know, some say, Oh, I know God loves me. Some person can say it philosophically. Or they'll quote the song they learned in children's church or kids' world, talking about, yes, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. But how much have you let that truth get on the inside of you about how much God loves you? Because truthfully, some of us believe it up here, but we don't let it go down here because, it's like, well, I've made some mistakes, I've done some bad things, I know I haven't done what God's always wanted me to do. Yeah, I know God loves me, but, you know, he may love someone else more than me. And then if that's the fact, and that's what you really believe, you're not as rooted and grounded in the love of God as you think you are. God loves you, period. You know what tells us in John 17 when we look at the prayer of Jesus? God loves you as much as he loves Jesus. So say that with me. Say, God loves me as much as he loves Jesus. If you're watching a place where you can put it in the chat, put it in the chat. Say, God loves me as much as he loves Jesus. Say it again. Say, God loves me as much as he loves Jesus. One more time, say, God loves me as much as he loves Jesus. See, that's something you should say every day. Because one of the things when you do that this is love growing and perfecting and maturing in your heart as it talks about in First John. And when that love grows and and matures in your heart, guess what? It flushes out fear. And so when you're intimidated about this, I'm afraid of something. You thinking on the love of God sets you free from fear. So you need to know how much God loves you and how much he loves others. So in everything we do, we must make sure that we are planted in the love of God, stable in the love of God. If you're going to fight the good fight of faith, you need know, to know how much God loves you, that God is giving the victory because he loves you. Now, it even tells us in Galatians that our faith works by love. Our faith is made effective and efficient by love. Or let's say this way, your faith is fueled by love. If you have a car that's either working on you know gas or petrol, if you in another place around the world, or on electricity, if there's no fuel or no electricity in your car, your car is not going far, it may not go anywhere at all. It's only gonna go as far as the charge or the fuel lets it. And so your faith will only go as far as your belief and how much God loves you. And if you want to fight the good fight of faith, you're gonna to have to know how much God loves you. Because you know that no matter how it looks, how bad it looks. Your God loves you, so you have confidence and trust in him. You're engaging with the enemy. You're doing your part knowing that God is going to turn the situation around for you. And you're going to experience unprecedented victory. That's what God is doing in your life. So half of the stance is our belief in how much God loves us and how much God loves others. But there's another part of the stance. And go to Colossians chapter 1, verse 23 with me. And we'll look at the other part of the stance. Colossians chapter 1, verse 23. There are two parts of the stance that we must look at. Colossians 1, verse 23. It says, if you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard, and which is preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, and made a minister. And so when you look at the context here, he's talking about the word of God. The word of God, they were taught. The word of God, they were learned. Well, God has spoken to them in the word. So another stance, yes, the love of God, but also must be the truth of God's word. Now, Paul says it this way in Ephesians, speak the truth in love. A lot of people want to speak truth to power and says, well, I just told them the truth. But did you tell them in love? Well, no, then you didn't do what you're supposed to do. It's not just about speaking truth. And it's not just loving everybody. It's speaking the truth in love. It's both. It's not either or. It's both. Because the only way you can correctly define love is by knowing the truth of God's word. Because a lot of people define love in so many different ways and just try to say, well, love is love. Well, What does the Bible say about love? How are we supposed to love others? How does God love us? What is the? How does that even happen? You only know that from the truth of God's word. And the thing is, you can just focus on love and not read the word. And guess what happens? You'll be open to deception because the enemy will tell you a definition of love that is untrue and you won't know the word of God for yourself in order to resist them and fight the good fight of faith. And you're wondering why your faith is not working is because you don't have a foot planted in the truth of God's word. You have to know the word of God for yourself, which means you need to be in it every single day, not just when you go to church, not just during this devotion, but every single day. That if you want to effectively fight the good fight of faith, you have to have a stance rooted in the truth of God's word and in the love of God for you and for others. If you're going to have a good stance, you have to be planted in the truth of God's word and in the truth of God loving you. You have to know those two things that you believe the word of God. So even if someone tries to cast doubt on it says, well, it's not going to work for you or that verse it's for some other people. So, you know, God loves other people more. So, of course, he's going to heal them, but he won't heal you. No, you know what the Bible says. You stand on the truth of God's word and you stand on the fact that God loves you. You refuse to let the enemy change your mind on those two things. So that is the stance that you need to have to fight the good fight of faith as you're engaging with the enemy, as you're going back and forth, as you're swinging and blocking, swinging and blocking. This gives you a stance that will not allow the enemy to push you over. It allows you to be mobile and agile enough to win and experience victory. Remember, God loves you as much as he loves Jesus. And the Bible is God speaking to you. So get into the word today. Read along with the scripture recommendations we have in the, the devotional today. And remember, God has good things planned for you. So fight the good fight of faith and win. If you haven't downloaded the devotional do it so on amazon you'll see a link to it in the faith plus app but also you'll be able to go to amazon type in victory a 10-day devotional by Kierkegaard butler the second and you'll be able to download it hey this is your year this is your time for winning and victory it doesn't matter what the enemy has thrown in your life you can win so fight the good fight of faith and win i love you so much i'll see you tomorrow God bless. I saw God do something wonderful, so now I'm programmed to expect the miracle. Now you're broadcasting from the top of the world to the bottom. I'll heal you up. You've been hurt because of what you did. I'll restore your heart. I'll make you whole again. And then I'm going to prosper you again. You can have your opinions and your preferences, but your preferences will not define my self-worth.